0: And I'm with Rich Helms. We're having a wonderful discussion about viral videos. And it includes categories of misdirection, categories of pranks, categories of extreme stupid or extreme athletic or Mm -hmm. extremely talented. So, Rich, why does the viral video interest you at all?
1: I wanted to figure out, was there a way to take book trailers And for those not familiar with a book trailer, think of a movie trailer, except instead of trying to promote a movie, you're trying to promote a book. And I was trying to look at it and say, is there a way to create viral book trailers? One, were there any viral book trailers? There are. Your typical book trailer has been seen a few hundred times, maybe a few thousand times. There are trailers out there that have been seen a half million times plus. And were there characteristics of viral where you could intentionally design a book trailer with the intent that the goal was for it to go viral. The challenge you get into in that point is if you look at a movie trailer, the purpose of a movie trailer is to get you to go see the movie. It's what's called a direct sell. So I don't want you to go to the website, I don't want you to learn about it, I want you to go to the movie. Or buy the movie if it's out in DVD. The goal of a book trailer is to get you to visit the website. Because unless you're talking about a JK Rowling or some big famous book, then you want to direct them to the website so they can find out about the book and how to purchase it, unless it's some big mega name. So let's visit the website. That's the goal of the book trailer. The goal of a viral video is to share the video. That's There's the goal. no selling it. No. So if you're going to take and produce a viral commercial, which again there have been, where you're promoting a product, a book, whatever, your primary goal has to be sharing their secondary goal, which is way down the list, is a very subtle sell.
0: I've been doing, as you know, just a very small toes-in-the-water approach to marketing on the Internet. And that seems to be, what you've just said, seems to be the standard across all social media, across everything. is. You don't actually sell. What you do is offer to share. You open up, you say, I'm going to give. This is what I want you to know. This is what I want you to experience with me. Isn't this interesting? And as you say way down, oh, by the way, if you like that, why don't you go to my website and buy whatever?
1: And you usually don't even say that. You usually just show the cover and have the website at the last bit. But the interesting challenge there is you said, I want you to share this because it's interesting. See, that was the key piece of that sentence because... It has to be interesting and entertaining. It has to be novel. It okay. has to be new. Like if you study somebody's viral video, yes. okay. like if you look at the monster one with the dog, if somebody created the new monster slug and there's a dog inside and everything, it wouldn't go anywhere. It's, it's been done. And at 150 million views, people have seen it. Okay. So you have to come up with something completely novel and completely new, and that's the real challenge. Because most people want to just go out and study what's there and then say, now I'll just sort of put a spin on that and do it. And it doesn't work. It won't go viral.
0: It really doesn't work because of the intense impact of viral on our human minds. Because it's not the same as a book that might be similar to another book, but you can enjoy both books. It wouldn't be quite the same as even a movie that could be forgiven for being like another movie. Yep. When you've got a viral, when you've got a video you want to have viral, you've got to nail it, it seems to me. And one of the containment factors in that would be what I learned in your book trailer course, which is a marvelous course. <laughs> you get out and get to this course, even if you don't write books, because it's just a lot of fun. And the idea there was that the book trailer needed to be short. Oh yeah. And I have since looked at trailers that go two, two and a half minutes, and I fall asleep after about 45 seconds to a minute, unless they are so good.
1: And yet, one of the most effective book trailers I have managed to find is one by the name of Canon vs. Nikon. And it is a trailer for a book that's all on purchasing photographic equipment. The trailer is 45 minutes Long.
0: Go home. <laughs> I'm sorry, really.
1: <laughs> and for forty-five. It's like the category of, of extreme. <laughs> well, it's not extreme long boring. It's extreme long teaching. He starts off with the premise. It's it's a man who's I, I believe his first name's Tony, as I recall. He's been a professional photographer for many years, mostly wedding. He shoots with Canon. He starts off in the very opening thing was if I were purchasing a new camera today my preference would be go Nikon. Nikon in his opinion has the best strongest bodies like the DA10 is the body. But he said a camera is not a body, a camera is a body and a lens. And now you have to look at the suite of lenses and say does it have the lenses which do what I want to do and then the fundamental story he tells in the 45 minutes is how based upon the lenses that he needs for what he does Canon has a better suite of lenses. And the advantage in body that Nikon has isn't enough to offset the fact that it doesn't have the lenses to do the type of work. But he spends 45 minutes educating about making a very complex purchase of a higher-end Nikon versus higher-end Canon, which is exactly part of how I decided to get my Nikon. But about once a minute, after he's gone through a topic, before he starts the next topic, and says, now if you want more detail of that, go to chapter 4 on this book. And then we will go through the next topic. Now, if you want more detail of that, go to chapter 7 of, this, of my book. He combines teaching with, if you want more details, buy the book. And then at the very end, he says, look, you're going to go out and spend thousands of dollars. This is aimed more at the hiring camera market. You're going to spend thousands of dollars on a camera. And you're going to spend thousands of dollars more on lenses. Why not spend 10 bucks on my book and get the most of your money?
0: Very smart. And
1: he has, I think the last time I checked, he's over a quarter million views.
0: See, no. Now,
1: that was a very interesting approach and a repeatable approach.
0: Yes, because the content will change even though... The so TV it's not Canon versus
1: there. Nikon, it could be I don't know, pick some other thing that you're going through. But basically the approach that made it was, he teaches in clearly a very knowledgeable way. As a matter of fact, I conversed with them and I said how well scripted was it? Because it comes across very polished. And he said, actually, other than deciding on the list of the topics to cover, he said there was no scripting whatsoever. He, he is said, immersed. I mean, I knew the topics, so if there was photos I wanted to show or equipment I wanted to show, I had it. But other than that, he said it's off the cuff, and if I flub something up, we edit it out, and that's Sorry, all him. there was. But it was very interesting. It was an approach that I saw that was repeatable of... The training, and it's actually one of the approaches that I've been considering for my book, Book Trailer 101, is create a series of videos which teach a lot of the core concepts. But again, at each point at the end, say, now if you want more detail, Thanks. buy the book.
0: Exactly. It, what an interesting idea. Now, I know that Terry Fallis had a very similar and very successful kind of hook with his podcasts about <clears throat> his books. And then the book was already published, so yeah. when people got impatient, I can't stand it, I've got to read more of this, Aware well,
1: uh, his had built his audience, and he did it through creating a podcast each week, which was very simple production. It was mm-hmm. him reading, it was some Creative Commons attribute-only music that he could use for nothing at the very beginning, mm-hmm. and then each Monday at five a.m. he would release the next chapter, and right. he gained this huge following because it took several months to bring the whole book out. Then, when he came out. And he wanted to publish the book. He already had this big market who said, I want to buy it. Thug Kitchen is another very interesting example. Thug Kitchen is a website where it's definitely adult language, but it's a lot of fun. But it's two guys who do the recipes, and they're all vegetable-based, so they're vegetarians. But they're clearly very skilled chefs. This is not, get the celery out and cut it, and let's get some cream cheese and put it beside. The recipes are really interesting. And... The slant on their site is, they say it with an adult edge of four-letter words every so often, uh, with a humorous touch to it. Well, they came out with a video for the book that was clearly a takeoff for their cookbook. It was clearly a takeoff on a U.S. pharmaceutical ad. I'm playing it up completely. But all of a sudden you realize it's not some pharmacy ad. It's for this cookbook, and it, when the father all of a sudden makes some very graphic statements and things like It's hysterical. They released the book... The trailer got ludicrous number of views. Because again, people were sharing it because it's hysterical. It's very well done. The book was released on Amazon and within a week, it was a week or two weeks, there were already seven hundred reviews on Amazon That's of the book. Extremely positive. That's astonishing. So they had built up this momentum, then when they come out with the trailer, the trailer was so freaking funny that it just really kicked the momentum off. And then the book came out and they just were flooded with orders. So it was a very interesting approach of building up an audience through a novel approach. You usually need some sort of an edge. Their edge was the fact that they're speaking with four-letter words and having real fun with it. Mm -hmm. It's not insulting. Well, it sort of is insulting because some of the ways they say things. But it's funny. It's just adult humor. To some
0: degree, that's also a really refreshing counterbalance to the PC politically correct we can oh totally certain things, oh
1: there's nothing politically correct about their site whatsoever
0: sigh of relief for everybody who doesn't feel they can judge and doesn't want to be judged but the, but broken. the funniest
1: part of the whole thing is mm-hmm. the recipes are good
0: ah that's exciting I mean,
1: that's the edge yeah they've got the edge of the adult but they really know what they're talking about
0: it's the so they actually yeah of two guys who are considering themselves thugs so you get the picture of the beer belly the pot belly the blue jeans maybe the scraggly beard whatever it is. And the oxymoron is putting that together with vegetarian, Mm -hmm. which is considered to be, oh, I have my white clothes on and I'm a yogi adept and so forth. These guys are not. These guys are thugs in the kitchen. And that oxymoron, that coming together of two unusual elements, is the essence of so much that's interesting. Yeah. In life, period. Yeah, period. I had a piece of chocolate the other day that had Thai ginger in the middle of it. And that was the first time I'd had that, and it just blew my whole Well, mouth and see, people are away. looking
1: for experiences. And it tends to be now people are looking more for quality versus quantity. They want that new experience. It's funny. Restaurants are going to the same type thing of trying to come up with recipes that are more interesting but with lower food cost. Right. So you put in more interest, more spice, things like that to make it a more interesting dish. But often the counterpoint is actually use less ingredients. Interesting.
0: Speaking of less is more, what is your take on what it would take for a book trailer in terms of length, generally? Obviously, the Nikon versus Canon is a different one.
1: Yeah, that's a whole different game.
0: Have any book trailers gone viral?
1: There's a couple, but usually they're very novel. It's the Canon versus Nikon is... No pun intended. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Canon versus Nikon is viral. There are some others... But usually they've taken a really different approach. It's not a traditional trailer in any sense of the word. Because, again, the goal can't be to sell the book. The goal has to be to entertain. Oh, by the way, here's the book. And from a length perspective, classically most viral stuff is in the two to three minute range. It usually is shorter. There are some interesting long virals. There was a lecture that a man who had six months to live, who was a U.S. professor, at Carnegie Mellon, as I recall, and he, he was diagnosed with, like, six months to live, and, like, nine months later, he gave this lecture. He died about three months after the lecture, just right. as an FYI. The lecture was an hour and a half, and it was sort of on. My days are numbered. Here's what I've learned, and it has been seen millions of times.
0: Oh, I can't imagine anything really more sharing or more giving. Than oh, it, someone who's it, it, that. it's a
1: real gut-wrenching, and yet, He doesn't feel sorry for himself. He doesn't feel like, oh, gee, pity me. It's just a very refreshing, candid discussion. And that was what was neat. When Neil Crone was Mm -hmm. so ill with Mm -hmm. colon cancer, Neil started writing his comedy piece for the local papers, Mm -hmm. and he was discussing his colon cancer treatment. I mean, Neil was only given like a 17% possibility of living. And he went in with his wife with a real humorous approach of, we're going to see the humor in this situation. And he wrote very candidly. What was interesting was the comments from men in particular all over the world going this is wonderful. You're giving me hope. You're being very candid but you're being in a very humorous way.
0: I can't express how wonderful this has been. The half hour has just flown by. Rich Helms, thank you so much for coming in or for letting me come into your living room, as the case may be, and discussing this really interesting area of viral videos. I hope we can do it again.
1: Let's do it again.
0: All right, Rich. Thanks so much. That's Charlene for Off the Top. And remember, be good to each other.